Yo, what's up family? Thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. If you're watching this on video to the final episode of 2020 of Reveal the Heal, the podcast where real conversations bring about healing. And I want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys so much uh, for the people who have been supporting me, um, who's been listening to the podcast, and even the people who've been reaching out to me saying, Corbin, like you haven't dropped the podcast since like July. Like, where have you been? Like, that's like been a while since we've heard from you. And I want to tell you, listen, guys, God has done um, some amazing things for me and my family. We now live in a brand new state and I will be giving you guys more of an up update um, at the beginning of the year, but a short um, piece of what took place and why it took us a while to record and drop another podcast. Um, I served on staff uh, at a church um, in Atlanta for two years as the student pastor. And as I was study, uh, serving as the student pastor, God continually uh, uh, pricked my heart that Corbin, your next step is get this, you're called to plant a church. Yes, for two years and even beyond two years, um, if I'm being honest, I ran away because I was a little intimidated um, from that uh, calling that I felt like God has placed on my life to plant a church. But a long story short, I ended up resigning um, from that church in Atlanta to set out on this journey to plant a church and with us pursuing this big dream that God has placed in my heart as well as my wife's heart, um, we moved state. So now we are living in Ohio. Yes, it's cold. Pray for it, brother, please. It's very, very, very cold. But with us transitioning, um, God has literally uh, given me um, an amazing, amazing opportunity to shadow a church here in Ohio that specializes, if I'm truly being honest, planting churches. Like I'm not on staff or anything, but I have full access to that staff day in and day out and what it means to be a healthy church. But in this season, God has been showing me that Corbin, it's more about planning a healthy church, but I want to make sure you're healthy also. I'm going to say that again. He told me it's more than planning a healthy church, but I want to make sure you and your wife and your children and your family structure is healthy. And so what me and my wife been doing, I kind of went mute on social media. If you follow me, any, all I do is... Uh, put pictures up about my family because that's been my main focus in this season. Studying what church planning looked like, um, studying this amazing church in Ohio, but also spending so much time with my family, doing some things um, to bring healing and making sure we have healthy rhythms before we set out on this journey to plant a church. But we have a brand new video coming out in January to tell you in detail what all of that is. But I could not leave 2020 without giving you five things that God has been showing me um, about this year. Five things. Yes, I got to give you five things and then I'm going to be out of here because listen, we have to literally celebrate this new year that we're getting ready to step into, but we could not leave 2020. I couldn't leave 2020 without being quiet. I know I've been mute on social media. I've been mute on my podcast, but listen, I had to jump back on to tell you these five things uh, that God has literally showed me. Um, but here's the truth. More content will be coming um, at the beginning of the year. Like I said, I, I, I strategically took a pause from social media because I wanted to make sure Corbin was healthy. My family was healthy as well as I wanted to get my undivided attention to this amazing opportunity that I've been afforded to study one of the largest churches in America. Yes, Grace Church is one of the largest churches in America and God has given me the opportunity 
to sit under their staff and to learn as much as possible what it looks like to plant a healthy church. So listen, the five things that God has been teaching me in this season, and I believe these things will be true and they will be helpful even going into 2021, because these are five things that I will hold on to for the rest of my life. Here it is. Number one, this is what God has showed me that family is important. The number one thing that God has showed me throughout this season, um, us being in quarantine, us being stuck at home, and even me and my family moving states. Listen, I had it in my head, but now this stuff is rooted in my heart that my family is important. Here's what I need you to understand, that the greatest source, catch this, of your pain and that make up your identity is shaped by your family. I'm going to say that again. Your greatest source of pain and the makeup of your identity is shaped by your family. Think about this. That's why it's so important for you and I to make sure we make our families the number one priority. Because here's what I want to do for my family. I want to lessen some of the pain that I had to go through. And I want to make sure that I'm giving my children, that I'm leading my family, that I'm leading, leading my wife with an identity not found in these things of this world, but find our identity in Christ as a family. And for me, I think that's the whole world right now. If 2020 has showed us anything, that our family life is more important than anything. Because look at COVID right now. In our world, many people has lost lost family members. And if I talk to one more person and they say, Corbin, I wish I could have said this. And it clicked that the only thing that truly matters in the end is your family. And so for you and I, why not make your family a main priority? Why not try to eliminate the pain and help your family not go through what you went through and uh, 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 make amends in those relationships to get rid of the pain? Why not? Because time is short, but God has literally showed me that the most important thing that I can do on this earth is to give my family and give my boys identity in him. Not into this earthly stuff because this stuff is slowly fading away. So what does that mean for you and I in 2020 and even going into 2021? Make it right. I don't care what relationships look like in your immediate family. You need to make it right. We just passed Thanksgiving and now we in the Christmas season. Tis the season to be jolly. You know what I'm saying? But we still need to make it right with our family. Because time is short. And I'm reminded how the Bible talks about that we need to love our neighbors as ourselves and love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, and soul. And what I want to challenge you to do is love your closest neighbor, which is your spouse, which is your children, which is your auntie, which is your cousins. This is not just for the world, but this is for our families as well. So number one, the most important thing I can talk about that all day long, that the most important thing is your family. And number two, this is something that I'm learning right now. I'm telling you guys, like I'm really blown away by this. And I've always been the guy to talk about depression. I've always been the guy to talk about anxiety and how real it is and all of these things. But in this season, God has really shown me that this is a real, real, real serious issue. And number two, what he has taught me is that self-care 
is very important. I like to say Jesus and therapy can go hand in hand. Yes, I'm going to say that again. Jesus and therapy can go hand in hand. I don't know about you, family, but I was raised where you pray it away. Like you can shout it away, like you can lay hands and fall out in the flow and like pray about it and God will change your situation overnight. And I really believe that God can still do those things. But for many of us who have grown up in kind of the same church environment that I have uh, grown up in or even had family members who used to tell you those things, here's, the, here's what I've learned. Some things, when you pray about them, they don't go away immediately. Some things, it takes time. It takes time for you to process the trauma, to process the pain of your childhood, to process all of the trauma that you have been through. And yes, we go to Jesus, but we also can go to therapy. Like, you know me, I'm very transparent in this season. I have literally dealt with myself. I've literally dealt with childhood trauma. And I'm telling you, it's been painful, but it also has been rewarding. And I'm telling you now, I'm more healthy than I've ever been in my life. I can spot out when depression is getting ready to creep up. I can spot out when anxiety is getting ready to creep up. And now get this, here it is. I know what a trigger is. And it wasn't just because I prayed about it. It's because I went to a Christian therapist and said, help me. I think everything's okay with me. You feel me? Like I look good on the outside. Like I stay fresh. You feel me? But help me not look good on the outside, but help me have inner peace on the inside. And for some of you listening to this, listen, what you need to do at the beginning of 2021 is go get a therapist. Jesus in therapy. Yes, we pray it away. But listen, it talks about in James chapter 5, verse 16, that we confess our sins one to another. And then he said, then you will find healing. Some of you, you need to go sit on the couch and talk to somebody about it. It may not even be a therapist, but it's finding a strong accountability partner, finding somebody that's older than you in the faith, more wiser than you, that can tell you, hey, Corbin, I've been down this road. Hey, sister, I've been down this road. Hey, bro, I've been down this road. Don't make this mistake. If I'm truly being honest, that's why I'm up here in Ohio before I plan a church, because I want to trust wisdom to say, hey, don't do it that way. This is the way to do it, right? That's why in this season, self-care, is very important. Jesus and therapy go hand in hand, my friend. And number three, here we go. Number three, number three, in your toughest battles, here's what I've learned. God is teaching you some of his greatest lessons. I'm going to say that again. In your toughest battles, God is teaching you some of his greatest lessons. I'm reminded of Paul talking to one of my mentors, one of my good friends about this. Some of the greatest letters that we see in the New Testament from Paul came from when Paul was locked up in prison. <laughs> like, think about this. Like, all of this that I, I, I listen, like the way that you find pieces, like take your eyes off the world and place your like mind on him. Like I'm paraphrasing the verse in Philippians, but that's what I'm talking about. But Paul was in prison when he wrote those type things. But some of his greatest letters was in some of his toughest battles. And I'm now reminded why it said when you face trials of many kind, you need to rejoice. Because God is producing something in you. And in this season, I want to encourage all of us, even in 2020, as well as going into 2021, that we need to rejoice in our toughest battles. 
because God is downloading something in you. And not only is he downloading something in you, but he's actually producing something through you. I'm reminded of this because this has been my life for the past uh, three months. I preached my last sermon um, in October, I think it was, a September, at the end of September. And I haven't preached a sermon in a very long time. And I'm being honest, that's been hard for me. But some of my greatest lessons, I'm sharing my greatest lessons with you that I figured out in this tough season of being isolated and not doing what I feel like I'm called to do. Like that can be tough too. You know how much depression and anxiety and all of these things can set in when you thought you were signing up for one thing and God drop you into another season and say, no, sit here and let me crock pot you because I don't want to microwave you. That can be tough. Losing friends and losing um, relationships because you have said, listen, I'm going to follow God. That can be tough, but he is teaching me some of his greatest lessons. I'm reminded of this. The first ministry that God is after is the ministry with you and I. Before you can reach the masses, I'm reminded of a a quote that people say, before God will do a work um, through you, he first would do a work in you. That's why you need to embrace these tough seasons because God is teaching you some things. Here's the truth. Sometimes we won't learn the value of the lesson unless it's wrapped in pain. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes we won't learn the value of the lesson unless it's wrapped in pain. And there have been some painful, traumatic things that have happened to you that has happened to me that has now got your attention. And now God is like, I am the only way. I have called you. I have done this. No other person can get the glory for what taking place, place in your life but me. Because in your toughest battles, God teaches you some of your some some of his greatest lessons. Number four, and I'm getting ready to wrap up because I know you got to go. But number four is this right here, that forgiveness is your greatest weapon. Stepping at the end of 2020, going into 2021, I'm telling you the God on this truth. This is what God has taught me. The greatest weapon that you and I have is this word called forgiveness. You have heard it many, many times that unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. But what if I told you that stepping into 20, coming out of 2020 and going into 2021, if you can lock forgiveness in your belt, in your tool belt, it will give you freedom because many of us, we are craving freedom. But before you can have freedom, it first starts with forgiveness. Forgive those who have hurt you. Get this, not forgive those who hurt you also, but forgiving yourself. Many of us, we can't experience the true freedom that God has for us because you haven't forgiven yourself for messing up. Listen, you know, I'm very transparent. What God has been teaching me is I'm sitting here. I preach and I tell people about the love of God. I tell people about the grace of God. I tell people all of this. But sometimes you can busy be busy doing the work of God that you miss God. And what I've been reminded of. Of God's personal love and grace, not just for the masses, but for me. Yes, I can forgive all of these people, but I'm telling you the God on this truth. The hardest person to forgive is yourself. But forgiveness is the greatest weapon. And guess where I learned that at? Yes, I'm going to tell you about it. In therapy. That I was so blind. I'm telling all of these people about the love of God. I'm telling people about the grace of God. That I forgot it for myself. 
that God only doesn't forgive the masses, but he is forgiving you. So why won't you forgive yourself for some of the pain? But forgiveness is the greatest weapon and stepping into 2021, you need to understand that grace and forgiveness is the greatest weapon. And last but not least, number five, if I'm truly being honest with you, I'm not saying this to promote this saying that I've been saying for over 10 years, but this is the God honest truth because I've learned this in the tough times of my life for over the past several months is this, that God truly can't heal what you don't reveal. I'm not just saying that because I've said that and I sell t-shirts about it. I'm not saying it for a shameless plug, but I'm telling you over these past couple of months, God has really blown my mind. Story real quick. I'm sitting, talking to my therapist. The way I ended up going to therapy was I'm reading a book called The Emotionally Healthy Leader. I just finished the book, but at the beginning of me reading the book, um, I said, hey, um, got a, uh, read the first two chapters and was talking to another pastor. And I was like, hey, man, I ain't never been to therapy um, but I would, I just want to go and make sure I'm okay. Reading this book, this book is like stirring up some stuff in my heart, wanting to make sure I'm healthy and all of these things, because I've been preaching for like 10 years and people applauding and all of these things, influence going quickly in churches. Like, man, I'm doing all of these things. So I thought I was okay if I'm truly being honest, but I was like reading this book, this book triggered some things. And I was like, man, I got to go to a therapist, hooked up with the therapist and the therapist told me, Corbin, you're not okay. Right? Me, Mr. Turn Up. Like, everybody love me. You feel me? But this whole time I'm preaching about a mask and I'm wearing one. That's real, right? But it was stuff that I buried um, because I've been in some tough seasons in ministry. Um, the past four years uh, it was rough. You know what I'm saying? Like, even counting the last two, like, it was rough. Like, it was just ministry stuff, like dealing with people, dealing with human beings like, listen, man, that causes pain. That's not knocking no ministry that I was a part of. That's just telling the God on this truth. Like when you're dealing with sheep, I'm reminded that sheep bite and when they bite, it hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I'm sitting on the, on, on the couch and the therapist looked at me um, and we was having this conversation. He said, Corby, you okay? And I was like, for years, for 10 years, I've always told people God can't heal what you don't reveal. And I said, now it's my turn to heal, right? And there's nothing crazy. It's just childhood stuff that I went through. Um, it's just trauma kind of in ministry that I went through. Man, and also, this is what people don't talk about, how success can bring trauma as well. I'm very successful at a church in Atlanta. Um, influence quickly grew. And even me stepping away from that ministry to pursue what God has called me to do, to step out and plant the church, that caused some trauma as well because I love people. I don't like walking away from people because I had abandonment issues, right? Like I, I didn't like that, but that caused me to fall into like this deep depression. And I was like, what is wrong with me? All of these great things that's happening around me. I'm finally setting out to plant this church, start this journey. But walking away from people was hard for me. But it's when I began to reveal it to God that he began to heal it. So the greatest lesson for you and for me, stepping, leaving 2020 and going into 2021, is what I've always said. And I will stand on it until I'm red in the face, until I leave this earth, that God truly can't heal what you don't reveal. And if it's anything that I pray for you, family, 
watching this as well as listening to this is that in 2021 or even now as you listen to this that you pause and you confess that you're not okay if you're not okay to God and not only confess to God that you're not okay there are some friends who I had to call and say hey bro pray for me right like I had to tell some friends that hey like keep come checking in on me I got a great support system so it wasn't like I was like doing anything crazy but stepping away from a season of ministry and loving people and now you're not preaching now you're not doing those things like it really took a toll on me so I had to really reach out to my friends and say hey bro like just keep checking on me because I confessed it to God that I wasn't okay but you and I are called to walk in biblical community with people And so my prayer is that you just confess it to God, not only that you just confess it to God, that you find you a great group of people to say, hey, listen, I'm not okay. Can you walk alongside of me? And then you'll be surprised because I'm telling you now, I am experiencing more freedom. I am experiencing more grace than I've ever had before. And that's what's going to set us apart when we set out and plant this church. So listen, family, I pray that you have a great new year. I pray that you have a great start to 2021 and be looking for more content, more podcasts are coming up. It's going to be amazing, family. I love y'all and I thank you and know that I'm always praying for you. And thank you so much for the support for Reveal to Heal the podcast where real conversation brings about healing. Family, I always love you and will always pray for you. I love you. I'm out.